Welcome from the deep. I am Mike the Finder. And I am Book of Brett. And you may be asking yourself, where have you been? Where have you? Shut up. We've been busy. It's fine. I We're back now. I have stuff to do. Yeah, it's fine. Get off our backs. Jeez. Get more people to subscribe and we can put more time into this. Yeah, you f***er. Why aren't you more people? <laughs> yep, that's, that is how we get more people. We accost the people who subscribe to us. So yeah, we've both been super busy. I've been traveling a little bit. I got violently sick when I got back. Uh, yes, Brett's yes, been super f***ing busy with work. Uh, it's just been a busy few months around here. We're going to try to start getting back to a regular my, schedule here. I actually shot my third movie of the year two weeks ago. That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I, so that like, was one of the reasons. Like I said, it's been a busy few months for both of us, um, and and this podcast has unfortunately kind of taken a back seat the last few months. Uh, but like I said, we're going to try to get back to a more regulated schedule here. Uh, so today we're a little bit late to this, but we thought what we do um, last week it was announced from Best Buy that they are going to stop carrying physical movies they're still going to be doing physical games which is a little weird to me like just fucking cut the cord if you're going to do it just yeah. just do it um yeah but i, well, but I know it, a lot it, of console people don't feel that same way so what, whatever well, and i feel well i don't know like i like because i do real estate photography and videography and i go into a lot of houses where i see consoles but not a lot of games and so i feel like games are a lot like movies where the people that have physical copies of this stuff are the collectors or like the hardcore collectors and the people that enjoy having the physical media. Yeah. The only difference is I don't feel like you get a drastic quality difference with video games, i.e. physical versus online, like you do with streaming movies versus physical movies. Yeah, I think it's more for for video games. I think it's more about owning the thing that you bought more than, yeah. uh, you know, the actual quality being better when you own physical media. Right. Today, just today on um, Twitter, I'm sorry, X, I saw somebody complaining <sighs> that Alan Wake 2 is digital only, so they won't be buying it. And I, and I had the thought of like, oh, buddy, you're going to be missing out on just so many games in the future if you're running with that mindset. Like, yeah. In the I haven't personally bought a hardcore physical copy of a video game in probably seven years at this point. Uh, but no, that's but because I'm do mostly PC. Uh, we're gaming. on PC, right? And yeah. it's been that way for uh, over a decade, uh, as uh, as far as PC goes, generally. Yeah, because nobody has disc drives anymore. So when Best Buy announced this, I gotta say I wasn't I wasn't that shocked at this news. And this video is actually going to be kind of a companion piece to a video that we made like last year uh, where we were talking about our Blu-rays and DVDs already dead because in that video, I actually, oddly enough, I think I'm wearing the same shirt in that video. That's a bit of a weird bummer. Um, in that video, we were talking about how big box stores uh, and, and physical media m movies specifically were pretty much dead. And that was over well, that was a year a ago. Well, and that was a big reason of why we wanted to do this, because this is something we kind of called in that video. And and if we want to go back even further to two and a half years ago, is that dear Blu-ray and DVD collectors video that I made on my channel that was yep. that was essentially saying, hey, this is coming. 
And and I got yelled at for two and a half years that I was an idiot and that people people were telling me this isn't going to happen. It hasn't happened to the video game industry yet. Why would it happen to the we called this? OK, and and it's not we're not Nostra fucking Domus. This is obvious shit. If you think no. about it level headedly. But like, I, I can't believe how many people on the Internet were caught by surprise by this news. Well, and again, I think it's because people didn't want it to happen, but I think the reason people were calling you out saying it's not going to happen is because, I don't know, maybe they thought you were just talking out your ass, but like, this is stuff we pay attention to. This is stuff that we actually go and look up and actually watch the trends on. And it was honestly just bound to happen eventually. Yeah. I mean, I'm not happy about it. I'm really upset that this is happening, but... To me, I don't know if this is indicative of the industry as a whole or if Best Buy is making a decision based off their personal sales. But either way, it's definitely a decision being made based on the trends as a whole. Like, I don't know people that buy a lot of movies. Like, I I have maybe one or two people that I know that really, really like having physical copies. Yeah. they all enjoy having physical copies, not just because it's a collector's item to them, but also because there is a genuine quality difference between streaming and physical media. Well, and it's it's not just the quality difference. It's owning the shit that you put your money into because right. and this goes back to video games like on Steam, they can pull whatever game they want and okay. and realistically, they don't have to tell you and you can go to play Alan Wake one day. And this is a great example. Speaking of Alan Wake, they Alan Wake got pulled off digital stores. Not the, the what last year or something because there oh, were music because there were music issues and the contracts on the, on those music things ran out. And so they literally pulled Alan Wake one off of digital stores and you couldn't buy it anymore. And, and they have every right to do that. You don't own the shit that you buy digitally. That's right. the biggest fucking problem with all of this but like when we're talking about owning physical media these this is the reason this shit is important and anybody that didn't see this coming has got their fucking head in the sand and they're not paying attention to anything other than the one storefront they buy off the internet or something because this has been a long time coming i think that's uh that's a big motivating factor behind this is i don't think it's I think it, it seems like most people don't care, but I yeah. think people don't care about the difference between streaming and physical media. I don't think pe- most people see the difference between streaming and physical media because I think most people watch so much streaming that they see the differences between streaming 1080 and 4K, but they don't see the difference between like streaming 4K and physical 4K. Yeah. My, my girlfriend, I, I, my girlfriend's like that. I put in a 4K right. disc and she was like, that was an awful lot of work for it to look exactly the same. And I was like, it doesn't. Right. You just have to know the difference. Like you just have to right. be able to like see the actual difference. And I, and I don't think it's that most people can't see the difference. It's and we touched on this in that last video. Most people don't care. It's convenience right. 
over quality, which 100%. which is fine. This and I said this last time. This is fucking ridiculous. The shit behind us. It takes up space. It it takes up materials in the world. Like it's it's well, costly. It's, it's it's a pain in the ass to move. Like all of it. it. It's a relative sense of convenience too. Like as long as all the moving parts that get that movie from their servers to your TV are working properly then yeah, it's super convenient. But what happens when the internet goes out? What happens when your TV won't connect to the internet? Like there's a lot of different stuff there that it can very quickly become less convenient. Yeah. I saw, I I had a really, really good example of the quality from streaming to physical media happen last night. I bought the, uh, the 4K... Uh, release of Nightmare Before Christmas that they just came out with. Uh, from what the guy told me, it just came out this week. We, Brittany and I watched that last night on a 4K disc, and the difference between the 4K streaming and the 4K Blu-ray disc was unbelievable. The sound was better. The uh, the the um, uh, the video was better. Like the visuals were better. Just everything about it was noticeably better. And this is something Brittany usually doesn't even notice. And it's not that she doesn't care about it, but she only cares about it so much because. I've jammed the differences down her throat right. so much. And we're autistic about it. Yeah. And we're autistic about it. But yeah. even she noticed how much better the 4K disc was than it was streaming on Disney Plus. Yeah, and and I feel like I feel like streaming services have gotten to a point right now where they're all kind of realizing this isn't going to make us nearly as much money as we thought it was going to. It's the reason Netflix keeps raising their fucking prices. It's the reason all of these companies keep raising their prices. And yep. eventually we're going to get right back to having commercials on everything and still paying 110 bucks for the month yep. to be able to access this shit. And we're right back where we started with cable, except now it's delivered over the internet rather than some other some other way so what well, and you also have to have a multitude of subscriptions in order to access the shit you want to watch exactly um i was in the middle of watching um what what we do in the shadows and the forgot movie or the show the show and i forgot that i had only paid for one month of hulu and then canceled it and so i was in the middle of watching that show and it's gone now and i'm not Yep. Until I feel the need to go back to Hulu, that that is a show I am incapable of watching now. So well, and Hulu is a great example of like you can pay for a subscription, yeah. but unless you're paying a certain amount, you're still getting commercials. Mm -hmm. And that's the thing that drives me nuts about so many of these streaming services is what I'm paying you for is to not have the commercials. I mean, you're paying for access to the content, but you're also paying a, an amount to not have those commercials in there. Now, yeah. obviously there's an argument there for, you know, that's why there's different tiers of pricing and everything. You could also argue that with cable, you pay for cable and you still get commercials on there as well. But I would imagine they're making more money off of advertising than they are off of subscription services. Yeah, by far. And if, didn't, if you're didn't already Netflix... making money, if you're already making money off of advertising, why am I also giving you subscription money as well? No, I totally agree. And if we look at this, even Netflix has just added a Netflix ad supported plan so that you can pay just a little bit less and still get those sweet, sweet ads. Um, and what's, from the, what's the difference between the non ad tier and the ads tier? 
Um, you can expect to see an average of about four minutes of ads per hour. Okay, that's that's actually that's actually not bad. Not but bad at what, all. How this much may less vary is based it? on the title. Um, as far as money like, goes, I, I'm not sure. Yeah. Because that's the other thing. If they were to come out with something that was go. like, go ahead. Uh, sorry. Um, standard with ads. Uh, wait, why is this not telling me prices? Okay, standard with ads, $7 a month. That's surprisingly okay. decent. And if it's true that it's only four minutes for, per hour, but this is how they get you, they're like, it's only four minutes an hour. And then a year and a half from now, it's eight minutes per hour. Um, and right. then standard without ads is $15.50 a month. Uh, and you can add extra member slots, which is like you know, family plan for eight bucks a month each. And the premium is $23 a month. So, I mean that actually that I, I don't have a huge issue with that simply because if you extrapolate that to all of your streaming services, like if you're saving, let's say with all the streaming services, you could save seven bucks a month. I have five uh, or maybe more streaming services that's 35 bucks a month. That's, you know, that's hundreds of dollars a year that you're saving and you get four minutes of ads. I, I don't personally have an issue with that, but like you said, it is opening the door that's, to, that's the problem with it. Yeah. It's opening the door to not only raising the prices in the future, which you know, they're going to do, but it's also increasing the amount of ads that you're going to have per hour. Well, cause I think Netflix just announced another price increase. Um, like uh, this was like, this was probably, yeah, this is from two days ago. Um, here comes another Netflix price hike. Um, oh, yeah, subscribers no, saw, to Netflix I, I, basic and yep. premium plans will be paying more with prices raising to $12 and $23 per month in the U S so $23 here a is month the history for... of the Netflix price increases. Um, and when we really fucking look at this, I was one of the first people on streaming Netflix back on the Xbox 360 when they oh, had yeah. shit for movies. But it was all really fun to watch because it was this new fun thing that nobody else was doing. Eight bucks a month. I remember giving you shit for it because there wasn't anything good to yeah, watch. Yep. But eight bucks a month. I, re I vividly remember paying eight dollars a month and thinking that is a hell of a deal. And I can yep. sit here and watch mostly movies that nobody had ever heard of, but that was, that was kind of my thing anyway. So, you know, well, and again, I don't think personally, I don't think the main issue here is their pricing structure, uh, prices in general. The biggest issue that I think we have here is the control uh, owning what you want to watch, owning right. the entertainment that you have or that you have access to, because yeah, you could pay for Netflix. You could pay 14 bucks a month or even 23 bucks a month. And that's the price of really what like a 4k movie is now. Like 4k movies have gotten cheaper. I think, um, I think the nightmare before Christmas one, I bought it brand new and it was like 20, it was under 25 bucks. Yeah. And so that's I the see thing is if I'm willing to give you $25 a month for a movie, I right. am effectively buying the right for you to fuck off, let me own it, and not right. shove a bunch of commercials down my throat. So right. even even though they all have ads in front of them, and uh, right. I'm sorry, previews, which are just ads for movies. Um, <laughs> so I, I I agree with what you're saying on on one hand, where it's like I don't necessarily have a problem with four minutes per hour because four minutes is like a regular ad break on cable. 
So and that happens what like three to four times an hour. Well, yeah, because uh, like like if you go back and especially if you watch like the old '90s shows, like yeah. they were a half hour block, but the episodes were like twenty to twenty two minutes. Yeah, which means you know eight you got minutes eight per minutes, half hour. So that's what you're right. No, you're right. Like, I didn't that's do that a li- math. That's, yeah. over, that's a little over a sixth of the episode is commercials. Yeah. So it's like I said, I don't have an issue with that. My biggest issue is a, I'm paying for something that I don't have any control of that. I don't know if it's going to be there from day to day and B I'm paying for something that even though it says 4k HDR, it's not. Well, and in 2013, That's the that I have. Netflix released the 4k four screen premium thing for $12 a month, which is, you know, not that bad. Um, and then in 2019, the HD two screen plan jumped up to $13 a month. And now the HD plan is $15.50 a month. The 4K plan is $23 a month. And this new ad, um, this new ad thing's not even on here. And the basic plan is $12 a month now. And so I feel like I, I just feel like this is gonna continue to happen. They're gonna push right. this. This is just like Disney. They're going to push this as far as they can and make price increases an annual thing. And so that it becomes more normal until we are all paying goddamn $50 a month for fucking Netflix. And yep. it's the only way that they can afford friends in Seinfeld. Like, I, and all, and all of a sudden LimeWire makes a comeback. <laughs> so all of this is to say, uh, Best Buy has stopped selling DVDs and physical media. And, um, this is from Forbes, right here. Uh, it says Best Buy to stop DVD sales and what that means for physical media. I want to read just a little bit of their statement here. Best Buy said, to state the obvious, the way we watch movies and TV shows is much different today than it was decades ago. Making this change gives us more space and opportunity to bring customers new and inventive tech for them to explore, discover, and enjoy. When was the last time you were in a Best Buy, Brett? Uh, this week, actually, a large chunk of their floor plan is just ring cameras and, yes. and, and yes. vacuums and yeah, like the, the, the entire, in fact, when you walk in from wall to wall or not wall to wall, but like the, the TVs are along this wall, the appliances are along this wall. And from that end to this end, it's phones and security cameras. So I, I don't understand what we're making room for. Now, now, granted, I they're probably I, spending a lot of money buying these things. And especially the thing that really bums me out is they did a lot of exclusive steelbooks that they would release. And those are just going away now. So that's the thing I that think, really pisses me off. But I think it's possible that the people going to Best Buy aren't going there for movies in the first place. I think yeah. most people going to Best Buy are going there for home electronics and stuff like that. Um, they uh, they must be going there for uh, computer stuff too because their computer uh, selection has also expanded over recent years. Um, I think a big part of this is that people aren't going to Best Buy to buy movies, which is really unfortunate because they have some really cool exclusive steelbooks. Yep. And, but again, I don't think they push movies. I don't think that that's really their bread and butter. And so I'm not, the concern I have is that not that Best Buy isn't selling them anymore. It's what does this mean for the industry overall? 
Um, I will say there are uh, several online stores like uh, like Grove.com is actually owned by Universal Studios. And that is a place where you can go and buy physical media buy online. Small, go to Diabolic DVD and, and several others. Buy small. Do not support these fucking big companies that are just raking in money by not Okay, I'm not going to get on that tangent, but no, that, the dude that runs fine. Diabolic DVD seems like a genuinely good guy. There are a bunch of other smaller stores like that that are run by small, small teams. So if you're going to continue to buy boutique shit like like Scream Factory and Arrow and, and Vestron and and Blue Underground and all the other shit, buy them from places like Diabolic DVD. So we, we actually need to put some of those in the uh, in the um, description okay. for the episode yeah. simply because the ones that are the easiest to access Grub.com and Zavi are great examples. Grub.com is owned by Universal. Uh, Zavi is owned by the guy that owns uh, what was it Richard Branson or whatever uh, who owns Virgin. Um, we, we you have a lot of big. My, my point though is that you do have big companies that have online stores specifically for physical media. Yeah. And so I'm hoping that this isn't the death of physical media. Um, it's just physical media dying at big box stores like brick and mortar stores. But but I I'm not a big enough optimist to think that that's what's happening here. I mean, and I said this two and a half years ago in the Dear Blu-ray and DVD collectors video. Uh, this is headed the direction of vinyl. And and to be fair, vinyl has made a comeback in big box stores. Yep. It's a really, really small selection. And it's always like the Beatles and Nirvana and like the most like whack shit you don't want to buy anyway. Well, no, um, there's a lot of new artists releasing vinyl, too. OK, fair enough. But my, my point is my point is they're really small selections. But my my overall point is with Blu-rays, this shit is going to become boutique only because it's yeah. not going to be in the best interest of places like Universal and Disney and all that other shit to continue to sell this stuff. So I think Disney just announced uh, a week or two ago. Uh, oh, this is from the end of July. Disney discontinues physical media releases for an entire continent. So they essentially came out and said, we're not doing this in Australia anymore. We're just not going to do it anymore. Um. It Australia like, is not what I expected you to say because Australia has a pretty big film industry. It looks like the end of an era for Australia, at least. Disney has decided to cease the sale of DVDs and Blu-rays in Australia. The final DVD and Blu-ray release for the country will be Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. And that's it. See, to be, and that's to a, be fair, it's one of the better Guardians movies, but regardless. I... I just like, like I said, my 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 biggest concern here is what this means or what this indicates for the industry as a whole. But going back to what you were talking about with vinyl, the thing that's always kept vinyl from completely dying off is the um, idea, the opinion, uh, the perspective that it's higher quality than streaming music yep. CDs you know, tapes, eight tracks go, you know, just going all the way back. You know what vinyl and has I think over that, this I though? Think, I think that's what's going to keep physical media from dying off completely. Yeah, for sure. Um, this I'm is just, going for hardcore collectors only now. I, my, People my that want to hunt them down. My, my biggest um, uh, issue with this is there are movies out there that I have always wanted to see get a 4K remaster uh the last samurai is the like 
top of my list of ones that I wish would get a 4K remaster or at least a more updated Blu-ray release. And with stuff like this, it makes me think that we're less likely if just absolutely not going to see something like that. I mean, the thing is, is like, let me get this thought out before I forget it. The thing that vinyl okay. has over physical media is that vinyl was around for decades and decades. Right. Um, and disc based things have only been what, like 20 plus years, like 25 uh, years, maybe. No, no, maybe. Like, like, like 40, if we go, no, CDs came out in the 80s. No, I'm talking about DVDs and up. Um, oh, I'm not talking I think about you said CDs. vinyl. I no, you well, said no, I'm comparing it to vinyl because okay. vinyl had multiple decades where it was master and king before right. the tape came out, before the CD came out, all that shit. Right. And and Blu-rays and DVDs have only really been around since what, like 98? And uh, so there's not a, this massive surplus what? of used stuff. There is, but not nearly anywhere compared to vinyl and shit like that so like right if we compare the leftover stuff that that the used market is going to get in the next 10 years it's still minuscule compared to what the used market of vinyl is because well, so honestly, many people were collecting vinyl honestly like i think vinyl is a really really good comparison because like with 4k with vinyl you really need to invest in other things to get the most out of vinyl yeah um, i mean it it does you know objectively have uh, or subjectively have better quality to it but in order to get the most out of vinyl you really do need to invest in other parts of the sound system 4k is the same way and i think that's the other reason why a lot of people don't either don't want to or don't care about you know investing in 4k and having 4k movies because to get the most out of 4k you can't just have a 4k tv you have to have the 4k player and in order to get the most out of that you really need to have um uh not the highest quality but a high quality uh um uh, hdmi cable and stuff like that so i mean i do see why people don't care or don't want to get invested in 4k but as somebody who is invested, as somebody who is in that ecosystem, it's really upsetting to have a big source of movies go away. Well, I mean, Best Buy. I, I mean, even with the players, though, like there's only what, like two or three companies still even making the the 4K players. So, like, yeah, well, yeah, I mean, there there are there's a few companies making them, but the ones that are any good, yeah, it's basically what Sony and panasonic i think yeah. i think yeah, samuel makes them too um samsung came out what was that that was probably like three or four years ago at this point and so we're not doing this anymore yeah we're, we're not making we're not making 4ks anymore 4k yep. players um and and i just feel like I, I i just feel like this is one of the reasons i never got nearly as invested in collecting 4k physical media as i did blu-rays because when i was collecting blu-rays it felt like it felt like this is this is the thing that is going to last for a while and and a lot of blu-rays still hold up great but the 4k thing i just i never got nearly as invested in it because i felt like this was coming and 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 again i'm not fucking nostradamus over here it just it just i had that feeling when it happened like this is the last time we're doing this physical media shit we're not well, going to get 8K discs. We're not going to get 16K discs. This, well, this th- is that, it. That's actually what you just said is exactly the next point I was going to I was going to bring up. If you go to streaming, 4K is the ceiling. 
Like we're not we're well, not going to get past for now. We're not getting unless for somebody a comes. Time. Yeah, but unless some some in theory somebody could come up with a compressed version of some shit that could right. But again, but for now, yeah, yeah, yeah. My point is like the the. the I don't know. I don't know enough as far as that goes. Um, as far as what it would require to get 8K to stream, um, what I do know is I feel like the infrastructure needed to make 8K a viable streaming option is far more complicated than what it would take for physical media to or to start seeing physical media in 8K. I mean, you can you can set it up so that people can watch it, and you can even put it out there. Like YouTube has 8K options on some videos. Um, I don't know who the hell can stream it. <laughs> like even with gig, like we both have really good internet. And and just today yeah. I was trying to watch an hour long podcast that was in 4K and I couldn't. Yeah. Well, and that's that, that's what I'm saying is it's not like the internet itself. Like even if your internet provider can give you fast enough speech to stream 4k. It's still also predicated on where you live on how many other people yeah. are, you know, using the internet. Like you live in fucking Orlando or can I say that? Yeah. 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 Okay. You, you live in Orlando. Like that's a highly congested area. Yeah. Even here in Colorado Springs, we see dips and bottlenecking on the internet at certain times in the day, mostly in the evenings. And so that's what I'm saying. Like to really make 8K a viable option, I feel like just requires more. But again, this is this is purely speculation, by the way. So don't come at me in the comments. But it's just it, it's one of those things where I really feel like 4K is going to be the limit because 8K is one of those things where like not only is it not a viable option right now, and I just don't see it being one for a while as far as streaming goes. Um, yeah, I just do. I, I, I think 4k, I think that's the, I think that's the glass ceiling I, I for, 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 for a while, honestly, yeah, for sure. For if, at least seen what for the foreseeable TVs future, cost? uh, the last one I saw, which was at a Best Buy was like $17,000 or something. Yeah, that's what it I'm was, saying. It's, it was crazy. Like it was, it was like a 95 inch television, but right. <laughs> But it was like almost 20 grand. <laughs> so so I, I don't have an interest in putting that much money into a television that's going to become obsolete regardless of, you know, no, I know it's and even if it is 8K and that lasts for 10 years, that's going to be it's like my my 4K TV. I bought 4K right before UHD TVs came out. And so I don't have UHD, but it's 4K. And so it's like the bottom, bottom, bottom tier 4K TV that you right. can buy, but it's still a 4K TV, but it's obsolete because it doesn't have fucking UHD. So I can't watch any of the 4K discs that I do have. I can't watch them in UHD. So th this is this is the kind of shit I'm talking about, though, where where it's just it's too fucking complicated. People don't give a shit when they could just pay Netflix 23 bucks a month and hit play on their 4K TV out of the Netflix app that's built into the television. And who cares if it's blocky? Who cares if it's compressed? Who cares if the audio is not as good? No one gives a shit okay. other than people like us. So I, this is why, th but this is why it's so frustrating is because people like us actually give a fuck. And if you're watching this, I guarantee you, you care too, because everyone else moved on with the, with their fucking lives last week. And people right. like us were like, uh, wait a minute. This is a really big deal. 
Yep. Why is no one talking about this? This got a day's worth of coverage and then the whole world moved on. And then we're back here with our fucking obsolete ass Blu-rays going, um, uh, I, I don't, I'm not okay with this. Now, luckily right. for you, you have a place in Colorado Springs that will, in theory, as long as it's open, be able to infinitely supply you with Blu-rays, DVDs, and 4K. Yeah. Well, we, I, we've I don't have gotten... a place like that around here. So, well, there's actually a couple different places here that yeah. have uh, that have really good physical media mm -hmm. selections. Um, yeah. But again, if I used to make if, that like a weekend thing, like oh, yeah. we used to go out like uh, up to Denver and shit, and just go to like eight different places in one day and shit. So well, and like, that, that's, that's the other aspect of this is if we stop getting them in brick and mortars, we got to start going online and there's actually, at least for me, and this is even more niche than just caring about physical media, but an even more niche thing is going out and buying the movies is also an experience in of itself. I Especially collect if you're like less. movie hunting. I collect less because ever since I moved to Florida from Colorado Springs, I collect less now because there's not a place like Entertain Mart where I can just go in there and spend an hour and a half and find all sorts of cool shit. I found yeah. the Dead Alive um, out of print DVD for three dollars there that sells for like 60 bucks. Yep. Like this is the kind of shit I'm talking about where it's like this is the stuff that that dies whenever yep. no one gives a fuck about physical media. And these brick and mortar stores that specialize in in physical media movies specifically, um, they're going to die at some point, too. It's it's only a matter of time because the people that give a fuck about physical media are dwindling. And so it's like. I, I don't buy nearly as much as I used to because there's not brick and mortar stores for me to go out and movie hunt like that anymore. So well, if I'm my, not buying nearly as much, think of the people that don't collect. Think of how much they're buying. They're not. What um what do you think it, it what do you think it's gonna take for people to realize the value in buying physical media because there is value in it yeah. past just the quality as we said the the biggest value i see in owning movies is owning the yeah, movie it's yours yeah and that's what i'm wondering is is there going to come a point where we just see this mass exodus of movies no. from these streaming services to make the room for the other ones and then people start finally going oh and then we start flipping over where like with vinyl vinyl starts making a comeback I don't see that happening at all. Um, let's think about it. You and I buy off Steam and Epic and all that stuff for games. We use and we, and we so we don't own our games. We use Spotify to listen to music. We don't own our music. Uh, we now use streaming services mostly to watch movies. We don't own our movies. This shit is done. They, they yeah. don't want us to own this stuff anymore. They have figured out that if they make it a subscription-based platform that they can suck money out of you on a monthly basis, they will get more money out of you in the long run than if you're buying a Lion King Blu-ray here and, uh, you know, a Videodrome Blu-ray there. Like, I, you know. Wow, I, super dystopian. So uh, yes, and it is, but, but that we're already living in that world uh, over right. a year ago, you and I said, our Blu-rays and DVDs die. Yes, they're fucking dead. Yep. And to everyone other than people like us and the people watching this, 
no one cares beyond hardcore collectors. And so your question is, what is it going to take for people to see the value in owning? They don't care. And yeah. and then and that is a super pessimistic way to look at this, but no one gives a shit because it is convenience over owning it. And well, and, and people are also, willing to give up the ownership for the convenience. I think a lot of people watch movies not for a an experience, but mm-hmm. for entertainment. And there's a very big difference yeah. there because when you watch a movie for an experience and you get an experience out of it. You want to come back to it over and over again. When you're watching something for entertainment and only for entertainment, it doesn't matter if it's there when you want to come back to it. You can just find something else that's kind of in that same genre. And I think that's another big part of it because so many movies uh, now that are like, like mainstream movies are just a, as Martin Scorsese put it about Marvel movies, they're roller coaster rides. You enjoy them for a short period of time and then you move on to the next one. So here's something you're going to absolutely love on that same, on that same note. Oh, goody. Uh, Last weekend, Nicole and I went to go see the creator. Um, And when we walked in, there were all these people, all these people super dressed up and they were all like middle-aged women and, and, and like from like, no, okay. From like 18 to like 35 all women, all super dressed up. Um, we were like, what the fuck is going on? Do you know what happened last weekend as far as in theaters go? I don't know how plugged in you are to this whole world. No. Taylor Swift released oh. a theater-based, yep. uh, it was like, I don't know if it was a concert or what the fuck it was, right? It was a, con- it was a concert movie. Okay, so, so yep. um, mm. this is where we're at with, with, with theaters. Um, theaters are re-releasing House of a Thousand Corpses, and I recently saw X in the theater. Um, they re-released uh, Hocus Pocus for its 30th anniversary. We're re-releasing movies in theaters, A, because people are on strike and nobody wants to put out a fucking movie with all these people, with all these actors on strike and stuff, because they the can't do... Say, yeah, the actors are yeah, still Yeah, the writers strike. the writers got figured out, but the actors are all still on strike. Um, and And B... Uh, it's cheaper for them to just recycle old fucking movies and put them into theater. So here's something that's really going to piss you off. The Eras Tour added as much as 33 million in international markets, according to AMC estimates, for a global total of 126 million to 130 million dollars off this Taylor Swift movie. And that's what it comes down to. It comes down to how much money can we make. Yep. There's no there. I I really really hate to sound pretentious, but the art of film is so lost at this point. We get it every now and then. I'm not saying it's gone completely, but it's, dude, I, I blame Marvel. Well, this goes back to what you were just saying. Most people don't look at this as an experience anymore because it's so, it's so normal for be for people to be able to just put some shit on their 90 inch TV at home in their surround sound and then just flip through Instagram while it's background noise. Uh, dude, and, and people don't in care a theater anymore. to me that yeah. happened in a theater. A dude in front of me was just scrolling through Facebook while, while the movie was playing yeah. and I finally lost it and said something to him and, and dude, because it, it blew my mind that you would spend the money to go watch a movie and then it's like you said, it's just background. I get it at home. I get that. 
But when you're paying to go see it in a theater and other people are around you, like that, that blew my mind. But other than, you know, the, just the sheer aspect of being rude, it was unbelievable to me that there's this movie right there and you're not even paying attention to it. And again, it's because it's entertainment. It's well, not is... an experience. It's not that there's nothing for you to gain from it from an artistic sense. Thank God that's thank God those movies are still being made. We just don't get them in the theaters as much as we should. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, a lot of the stuff that like we grew up going to um, are not big enough movie or not big enough movies anymore. And they don't make no. enough money for, for them to justify. Like, for instance, when we saw the creator at the beginning, we saw the um, the trailer for that new onks the or whatever the fuck it is. Um, what the fuck is that guy's name? The, the I don't know that guy, <laughs> the Arby's guy. I don't know the meme guy, Onks uh, the Destroyer or something. No. Onks the Fortuitous. So he okay. has he has it's a meme and it's this you'll you'll know it if I if I pull up. Uh, hopefully you'll know it. I don't know. You don't spend that much time on the internet. So this guy. No. Hang on. Let me let me make that I don't bigger. Know. The Arby's guy? No, I don't know. Him. You have no idea. Okay. No, no. But I've uh, limited my, my my internet usage quite a bit recently. Okay, so so he has this movie coming out, um, and it is called um, "Onks the Fortuitous and the Talisman of Souls," um, right? And and Nicole okay. and I both looked at each other after seeing the trailer. And we're like, I'd see that one day. It came out in theaters for one day. That's it. And this is like a lower budget. He has mass appeal because of the internet. He has a built-in audience one day. This this is the thing is like, it's not a Marvel movie. It's not, right. it's, it's not this big, huge thing that has a ton of fucking money behind it. So they can't afford to put it in theaters for longer than that. I would assume. I don't know the actual background on this. If you know the background of this whole story, please let me know down in the comments. But like, this is the kind of stuff. This is a low budget comedy that we it, like when we were growing up, probably would have done pretty fucking good. But because it's not a fucking roller coaster, it, right. it, it doesn't have the budget to be able to be in thousands of theaters and get the chance to become a cult movie. It'll go on in streaming and become massively big. I, Bloody Disgusting said this is a cult movie in the making. Um, so I am interested to see this movie. But like this is the kind of shit Jeffrey Combs is in it, too, by the way. Um, this oh, is the wow, kind okay. of this is the kind of shit that that we lose in the theater. And that's kind of experience right. when a uh, dude I saw videos of that fucking Taylor Swift movie, people down in front of the the seats like that that little runway in front of the in front of the seats at the very yeah. bottom um yeah. like crowded singing jumping around doing the whole fucking thing uh, you know that you can hear that in the theaters next to it you just know you can and and the fucking theater i go to has two of the biggest rooms i have ever seen movies in both of them at the same time were sold out both of them at the same time so it, it it was the <sighs> most crowded I have ever seen that theater th since the two years I've been going to it. It's 
Dude, it's fucking crazy. It's fucking crazy that this is the stuff that AMC has to, but this is why I pay for a fucking membership to AMC. This is why right. I'll go see stuff like the retirement plan with Nicolas Cage and landscape with invisible hand. These are lower budget movies that need the fucking help. And if we do not support this shit, it's the same way with Blu-rays and DVDs. If we don't support the fucking boutique labels that are putting this stuff out, if we don't support the theaters where we can actually go and see good horror and all the stuff, regardless of how the budget, we lose it. And support it now, because if you if you actually enjoy this shit, the generations below us don't care. They don't yeah. care. And they're yeah. not going to go to a theater unless it's some shit like Taylor Swift to go see it to all the Swifties getting together and getting all dressed up. Well, it, this is I, the, you lose this shit if you don't support it. And I want to be clear. Like, I don't, this is not an indictment of the generations uh, after us simply because that's the entertainment world they've been provided. That's, I mean, that's and fair. that they were, and that yeah, they yeah. were born into. Um, I do think because they're not the ones complaining about the quality of films that we're getting. Uh, the people that are complaining because they don't about, know any better. Because because they don't know any better. But again, that is not an indictment of them. This really comes down to if you, regardless of what generation you're in, regardless of like who you are, if this is something you care about, this is the beginning of the snowball. Yeah. But it can still be caught before it gets bigger and bigger and bigger. And I wish I, think I was that optimistic. The, well, no, it, it's, it's not a matter of I think optimism. the beginning of that snowball was three and a half, four years ago, and we're just now starting to see the fallout from it. But what I'm saying is this is not like the end point or the point of no return. Like there's no. still an opportunity here to show people that physical media is something that we still want. Um, but again, I don't know the numbers of other stores that are selling physical I mean, media. I, I think the problem with that, though, is that companies that are not Scream Factory and Arrow and and a handful of others, the, the lower tier boutique labels, um, it's going to be harder and harder and more expensive for them to print this shit because that technology is going away. And, and the demand for it is getting lower and lower and lower. So what's going to happen is this shit is going to become like drops and it's already started. This has already started to be a thing. We have this many copies. Whoever fucking pre pre-orders it first gets it and that's fucking it. And anybody else that wants it gets to get it on the second hit market where the fucking price is going to shoot way the fuck up because it's out of print and the people that have it have it and the people that don't want it and all these hardcore collectors are going to be are are basically going to be hype beasts where they're standing in a in a theoretical line for four and a half hours to get the newest copy of of whatever the fuck. So uh, this is going to be an issue. Supply oh, and yeah. demand is a very real thing, especially when yep. it comes to physical discs like this. They're only going to be able to afford to put out so many. And there are only so many collectors in the world that want it. And so all of this shit is going to continue to dwindle and it's going to become more and more rare, more and more expensive. And the whole fucking ecosystem is going to fall the fuck apart, especially when no one but China is making these players. So uh, this is the fucking problem. And, the, and when I say when and when I say uh, sorry, and when I say support this shit while it's here. Support this shit while it's here for real, yep. because yep. very soon this is going to become 
completely, uh, completely outdated and no one's going to want to fucking do it because the prices are going to be so fucking high other than the, the, you know, million people that can afford to buy $50 Blu-rays or, or yep. $60 4Ks or whatever the fuck it is. So yep. I don't know. You got anything else to say about this? Cause that's, that's about all I got. No, no. I think we've pretty much covered all the issues that we have with it and more. Um, honestly, yeah. I think this is a little longer than we were intending it to yeah. be, but this is something that like is really near and dear to us and is a major issue. Uh, maybe not comparatively speaking to everything else going on, right. but this is a, th- th- this is a major issue. And now we are seeing the real world ramifications of what you and I have been talking about for quite a while now. Years um, at this point. Yep. With, with that said, I would like to plug my movie that's coming out on streaming. <laughs> okay, go ahead. <laughs> the uh, uh, the movie I worked on, uh, Rival, uh, is coming out on Amazon Prime, I believe, early next year. Please go check it out. Uh, cool. I had a lot of fun working on that one. So, uh, yeah, go check it out. And we will be sure to, um, whenever that does come out, we'll do a whole thing on it, I'm sure. So, cool. um, yeah, I've got a lot. All to right. Say about it. I know a lot of you have a lot of problems with the shit we just said. Uh, and, and if you do, you're probably one of the people with your fucking head in the sand. And you're not looking around at the world around you. If you think that boutique labels can survive indefinitely off the hardcore collectors when it is going to become more expensive to produce these things, you are living in a fucking dream world. Support this stuff while you can. Collect it while you can. Rip it into your computer while you can before they make that so fucking illegal and disk drives aren't even available to be able to do that shit. Do it now because this shit is going to disappear. Just remember, just because you can't tell the difference doesn't mean there isn't a difference. A fucking meant to that. The the amount of comments that we got with, I can't tell the difference between streaming on that last video was mind blowing. It's like, dude, you don't have eyeballs. Nope. Fuck. Nope. Nope, they're just—they're all very blurry eyeballs. They basically like because you know Bigfoot's blurry, so they just have Bigfoot's eyeballs. <laughs> so if you did enjoy this, uh, hit the subscribe button because this is the kind of shit we're all about. Um, we really appreciate any of the love that the, the videos that we've been getting while we've been on hiatus have gotten. It's been super cool to see the reaction to that last video that we made about this. Uh, people are super passionate about this, even if it is in the wrong direction sometimes. Um, and that is very cool. And as a community, it is up to us to keep talking about this stuff, to support yep. these boutique labels and the smaller indie storefronts that provide them. This shit is important if you love film as an art form and you don't just fucking want to see Guardians fucking 18 then fucking support this stuff while it's here. Because if you don't, if you don't fucking vote with your money and support, all this shit goes away. So 100%. Thank you guys for watching so much. If you liked this, make sure you hit the like button. If you really liked it, make sure you hit that subscribe button because we got a lot more content like this on this channel. If you got to the end of this, you're a fucking, you're a hero. And even if you downvote this, I don't care. Thank you for getting all the way to the end of this. And we will see you guys next time for Run the Deep. Uh, Bye-bye. Ta-ta. Fuckers. Fuckos. Butt munches. No, 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 no. Cut it, cut it, cut it, cut it. Fucking ass.